In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. Emergency episode, honestly. Sounding every alarm. <laughs> True, I'm Sarah Levine. And I'm Danny Murphy. We're your partners in wine, crime, and Halloween time this time around. Because no, it's not a Halloween-themed episode, but the scam we were going to be talking about happened on Halloween. But it took the internet uh, by complete storm, I want to say, this past week. Oh, 100%. And I loved it because I really feel like the... Between this and uh, this unrelated essay in New York Magazine about this woman who wanted to divorce her husband, like the discourse was discoursing. It was oh. amazing. It made you realize, oh, print media's got another decade in it. Thank you, right? <laughs> media, we're, we're yes. still kicking. All we got to do is just revive Exo Jane. <laughs> I, I was going to say Exo Jane, and as long as people continue to just, hey, you want to. S- uh, share the world, share with the class one of the most embarrassing things yes. that's happened to you lately. And thankfully, people do. And it, it helps out when it's <clears throat> like the writers are good at writing so they can eloquently tell their story, giving themselves the proper personal shame going through it. This week, of course, we're talking about the day I put $50,000 in a shoebox and handed it to a stranger. <laughs> I never thought I was the kind of person to fall for a scam. <laughs> I mean, it's really like it happened to me, exogene status. I love it. Truly. And also added, Auntie, that the woman who wrote this article, also the woman who had this happen to, is a financial writer. Well, that's, that's, I think, the biggest piece and half. I think a good part of the reason why, number one, this has gone so viral and also that this woman is getting like so donked on on the internet is because, like, I know. Yeah. Just if you're a regular person, <laughs> A regular person. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> no, if you're not an expert, like, she, not, I would consider her an expert in the yes, financial or at least literacy totally, field. Totally, or at least like positioning yourself that way. I think everybody would be like, wow, this is a wild story. And I mean, we still can't believe you got bamboozled like this and you're gullible, but we feel bad. But I mean, and I feel bad, but some people are just, you know, completely dunking on her, as we say. Oh, yeah. And also, I mean, she, I feel like, welcomes and warrants it because even before we get into what happened when she kind of did the synopsis of herself, she was like, how could I have been an easy prey? I'm not single, lonely, and economically insecure with low financial literacy. Okay, drag us. Like, girl, she's like going at it for everybody. She's like, no, I have a man. <laughs> right? I'm also like, well, enjoy your financial literacy because... You know, we at least I feel like we covered this scam a while ago or like a similar one with a when this when a representative from a bank calls you and says, you know, hey, we're calling about fraudulent charges on your account. So listen, this is when it's really helpful to be like younger millennials to Gen Z because who answers the phone anymore? Oh, exactly. 
That should have been. The- Sarah called me this week and I was like, I'm not, what's a, what's a phone call? I like literally looked oh at my, my screen. God. I was like, why is my text alert like this? I was like, so oh, funny. it's you just what my phone is for. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? Uh, like, Danny, um, I'm getting scammed. I need you to wire me $10,000 immediately. I'd be like, okay, I can't help you, but there's this girl, Charlotte, <laughs> who's sitting pretty on a few uh, grand left. But yeah, so like we said, she had a weekly column in the business section of the New York Times, has a personal finance column for the cut, interviews money experts all the time. So she lives and breathes financial stuff. Sidebar. The, the the cut, if you're looking for a new financial expert, oh. I am available. <laughs> I have zero credentials and I don't keep a budget every month. I was going to say, I have zero dollars to my name, but I'll, I'll, I'll do a weekly column about how I spent my money wrong. Yes. The, <laughs> the only scammer <laughs> I'm giving $50,000 to is Nelnet student loans. So. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. My, that, that, what day is it? Yeah, coming out of my bank. Oh, actually, it came out four days ago. I forgot about that. Yeah. It always it hits in the middle of the month, which is fun for me. <laughs> so it's right when I think I recover from paying everything else. But also, Sarah, before we get into everything, did you kind of LOL where she was like, I'm an emergency contact for several friends. I vote. I floss. Yeah. I cook and exercise. Yes. Now she just kind of like, I feel she was doing all that to let people know like, no, I look good and I'm doing just fine. Yeah, I didn't like that part. Like... I kind of felt like, are you implying that people who fall for scams are morally inferior? What does it have to do with flossing? What does yeah. it have to do with being an emergency contact? All you have to do to be an emergency contact is have a kid, pretty much. Uh, or have a phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> have a live-in partner. The bar is pretty low for that, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And also, she's like, I, I vote. Okay. Right. And like exercise. Like where she's like, I'm not single, lonely and out of shape. Yeah. I'm like, scammers aren't looking at, like, scammers are just trying to see if you can click open your bank account. That bar was, yeah, that bar was definitely weird. Unless you're a regular voter for the no scam party, then I don't That's think this tr- is relevant. That, yeah, I don't think it's that that uh, relevante. But I feel like it wouldn't also be a The Cut article without, like, a paragraph of, like, cringy cringe. Oh, yeah, a little self-delusion. Just sprinkle. Yeah. Toast, yeah, 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 yeah. So this was this was how the scam kind of started. So Charlotte's going about her day. It's Halloween. She gets a call. I think this is why she picks up the phone because it says Amazon, like on the caller ID. I don't have Amazon saved to my phone. Like, wouldn't it say like maybe Amazon or I don't know. Actually. No, it, but yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Maybe it said like maybe Amazon because that's right, true. I'm not calling Amazon. I don't even think you can call Amazon. I think it's like. The Uber pool thing we talked about last weekend where if you have a problem, you just keep click, click, clicking through buttons mm-hmm. until you get a robot who refunds your money. Like, <laughs> well, So she picks up. Amazon says, hey, like we want to check your activities. We noticed something suspicious. Did you spend $8,000 on MacBooks and iPads? Oh. And so she goes, no. And then she checks her Amazon balance. She checks her bank statements. Like These are all the things that you should do doesn't see any suspicious purchases. So she tells the woman that on the phone who is going by Krista. And then she's told it was on her business account. Um, And she's like, I don't have a business account. And Krista goes, well, actually, we're seeing here that you have two. That would actually, in this moment, I would be, I feel I would be very confused. I'd be like, what is like the situation at hand? Yes, yes. So Krista goes, okay, you're the victim of identity theft. They gave her a case ID 
asked her if she could connect her to basically their partner at the Federal Trade Commission, which I I got to Google this, honestly, because I feel like I can't I can't call myself a podcaster. I I know that the FTC does um, things. Well, things. <laughs> yes. I, I basically I'm like, does does the FTC investigate like personal fraud? Like I know, they, maybe because they like, shut down businesses or like pyramid schemes, and I, but like, are they investigating personal identity theft? Is what I'm curious. I wonder if it's because it's like a business account. Ha! I started typing into Google, and it came up as a suggestion. The girls are asking. Oh, okay. Everyone wants to know. Yes. Okay, you can report it to the FTC. So I take it all back. Okay. But, okay. But does the FTC work with Amazon directly like that? I don't think so. And when they're like, oh, wait, actually, this is happening a lot. Like, we got our guy. We're just going to transfer you all around. I'd be like, what the f- – what, what is going on? No. Imagine a world in which Amazon or any company was that helpful. Like, I just don't <laughs> – Where they're like, hey, we think you're losing money. Let's help you out. Or not even losing money because it's not her money. Like, your na- your legacy and namesake is at stake here. <laughs> Truly. So she transfers him to this guy whose name – who's going by Calvin Mitchell – he gives her his badge number and direct phone line. And Charlotte writes, the person on the phone knew my home address, my social security number, the names of my family members, and that my two-year-old son was playing in our living room. And that's spooky. Which, like, it's spooky. But also, I feel like if you have, it's like that thing where it's, like, very spooky until you're, like, oh, what a game of, like, guess and check. And this is also all, of course, after we know what ended up happening to this girl. So like we can kind of deduce it from there. But I was thinking like, oh, how easy is it to get like someone's name and address online? And then after that being like, okay, they have a kid. Chances are their kid is probably home at this time if they're like a toddler to like be able to deduce like, and your kid is playing right now. They know you live in New York City, so they know you only have two rooms in your house. That's exactly. They're like, they're not in a backyard. Yeah, yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. And then she later said she realized that like things like your address, your social security, family members, that stuff can easily you can buy you can buy it online or there are even just databases where you can like search it for free. Which like in her defense back in the day, people were like your social security card is the only printed form of your social security number. And if you do not have it with mm-hmm. you, you will you will no longer be a Wait, person. That's true. They're like you're basically off the grid. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. And now I'm like, it can't just be it's on Amazon? Yeah. Probably it actually is on Amazon. Yeah. Oh my God. One time I was at the airport and I heard this this guy, he was like working on the phone. He must have his job must have been like some kind of intake for a doctor. I don't know, something like that. And I hear him like on the phone and we're waiting at the gate. And he goes, Okay, and just to confirm for the appointment, like the name is blah 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 and like says the first name. And then he goes, and the social is one, two, three. Oh. And I'm like, sir, you are so lucky that I am not a fraudster and I don't know what to yes. do with the social security number. <laughs> Actually, and I had a first and last name. I'm like, I could, I mean, if I was a scammer, I could have literally ruined this person's life. Like, what the fuck are you and doing? And buy some iPads on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, or he tried to like fool you. He's like, and the social is six, seven, eight, triple nine, eight, two, one, <laughs> two. Kiss me through the phone. <laughs> 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 oh my god yes <laughs> but also i know calvin the, the her ftc person was like i'm so glad we're speaking your personal information is linked to a case we've been working on for a while Thanks. now it's quite serious spooky spooky 
Yeah, so he said that 22 bank accounts, nine vehicles, and four properties were registered to her name. And he said the bank accounts had wired more than $3 million overseas, mostly to Jamaica and Iraq. And I feel like Jamaica and Iraq are like, now why am I in it? Yeah, right. That's not where you wire overseas money. Like, you go to the Caymans. Like, come on, sir. I feel they, like, the scammers in question just, like, ordered a globe on Amazon, spun the globe, and they were like, boop, and a boop. That's true. That's where, we're, that's where we are involving right now. That's true. They're like, well, she might have gone to Jamaica on vacation, but, like, we know that this woman has not been to Iraq, probably. Yeah. They also said that there was a car rented in her name in the southern border of Texas with blood and drugs in it. Yeah, because that's when they were like, oh, do you know uh, this woman named Stella? And she's like, no. And then they sent her a photo, a picture of their her ID, like, well, she's in a car you own. <laughs> yeah, that's that bar was really weird. Yeah. Um, and then they said there were warrants out for her arrest in Maryland and Texas. And then I'm like, well, if you can find me, why haven't they found me in Maryland oh, and Texas? <laughs> like, if Amazon is like, we know where you live. The FTC knows where you live. Like, why haven't you told the agencies who supposedly have a warrant out for my arrest? And also, it's like this woman is a woman online. Like, she's a writer. So, like, it's not that hard. It's not like a person who's, like, off the grid. How are we going to – she's posting Lincoln bio. <laughs> Lincoln bio. <laughs> like, honey, they could – you could be – if you if they wanted to, they could. Dating yeah. advice and also advice for warrants to arrest you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, he told her that she was being arrested or had these warrants out for cyber crimes, money laundering, and drug trafficking. And was basically like, oh, we see this a lot. Like, have you used any public Wi-Fi? And she's like, I don't know. I used like the Wi-Fi at the airport, not the Boeing Go Wi-Fi. I know. Oh, oh my Go God, Boeing Go. Because also you connect to it for it not to work. Uh, yeah. It has never once worked for me. That's when he was like, oh, that's unfortunate. It's how these breaches start. And I remember she was like, I felt so embarrassed, like my fly was unzipped. And during this time too, which is crazy, she was texting her husband like, I'm in deep shit. Mm -hmm. But then Calvin told her, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, he was like, oh, no, you can't tell anyone, not even your husband, because he was like, basically – any sort of method of communication you have could be compromised and people could be tracking everything. It was the funny she did the SVU thing, or I guess like a crime show trope, where then she just immediately deleted the text, where it's like, no, it is saved to like the cloud. Yes, unless she does the unsend. I don't know. But I th- was oh, it post iOS 16? We have to ask, we have to ask that. I mean, I'm sure it, like if your phone gets subpoenaed, they're finding all your unsent texts. But so. that's that's true. So then Calvin asks how much money she has saved, and she said she had about $80,000, which, uh, as a journalist, uh, how? That's uh, – as someone with a communications degree, if you could – if she wants to make her money back, teach me a class. Facts. Wait, but I do know at the end she did say a lot – some of it was, like, inheritance, so – There was actually a good comment on the article that said, like, her family was very wealthy, so – Oh, okay. Because that's okay. Can I tell you, I actually needed that. Not for her, this woman to get scammed. <laughs> Wait, I'm happy I could like provide this uh, Monday motivation for you. Because I was like, ha- I looked in the mirror and I was like, we could, didn't we almost have it all? I'm like, how will I never? I, she's a little bit older than us, I will say, but I'm like, 
to have 80k saved right how eight dollars oh i got that every week yeah eighty dollars i can do eighty dollars eighty thousand eight hundred in a pinch give me a few days Let me move some. Let me yeah, move some of my future. assets. Exactly. Sell things on Facebook Marketplace. Move some <laughs> yeah. Let me wire some money to a person who wants a pot that I bought from West Elm on uh, Amazon on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That is good insight to this. Yes. So then Calvin is like, okay, keep tight, keep your money safe. I'm going to transfer you to the CIA. Huh. <laughs> the CIA. I, I like I, I don't know if you could I'm not a I don't think the CIA has like phones you can transfer to. I don't I surely wouldn't know. And how much in this moment do you think when she said 80k this Calvin guy was like, "Oh! Shit." Oh yeah, he's like dollar signs for eyes, cha-ching. Cuz he probably was like trying to get other journalists or if he was trying to get other journalists they're like I have uh, 75 bucks saved and I'm waiting on a few invoices to come, but it's like my tax season and it's like, you know, very hard. And he's like, just keep, they, I feel sometimes they probably end like, we'll actually send you an iPad. Like, I don't. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, you can take my debt actually if you want it. It's yours. No problem. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So, okay. So she connects now to Michael Serrano at the CIA and he had a British accent. Uh, done. I mean, I would be uh, – that would make me fall for it a little bit too. But I would also be like, isn't this an American agency? But they have to bring in the Brats to, you know, be a little bit chiky. I feel like or it's like maybe I'd be like – or I'd be like, okay, this was like an alcoholic cop because I watch all the British crimes. Like a cop who's an alcoholic and had to like not talk to his family anymore because like they wrote him out. So mm. then he moved to the States. Like that's – I wonder if she's like me. I like script write so much in my head people's stories yeah. that aren't true at all. Uh, so that would be that. Yeah. Okay. Well, this part was interesting, too, because she was suspicious. So she goes, wait a second, wait a second. You could be calling me from, like, any number in the world. Like, she knows about spoofing. So Mm -hmm. he goes, okay, look up the number for the CIA, which, what? Or the FTC main phone number. Oh, yeah. Look look up that main phone number. Then I'm going to call you back from that number. And I'm Uh like, oh, you were so close because if you had just said, I'll call you there. Like this would have ended. Oh yes, that that part just got me so like sad because I was like, you know enough to know that these people can spoof any number, and yet you won't like take that knowledge to do the correct step, which is not to let them call you back on the number that you know they could have spoofed. Ah, girl. And also, she was, it was even saying to this point, she was like, if this was a scam, I couldn't see the angle. It occurred yes. to me that it all could have been like fake, but no one asked me for money or told me to buy crypto or anything. Like they yeah. were trying to help me more. Like she was feeling more and more safe. So I think she was very off. And I'm sure also at this time, like her kid was probably crying. Like she had a lot of shit going on. Yes, yes. So calls her back, whatever. He says, if you talk to an attorney, I cannot help you anymore. You will be considered non-cooperative. Your home will be raided and your assets will be seized. You may be arrested. It's your choice. Oh, yeah. Which also, it like, could have been, she's like, I guess, arrest me. Because then, like, <laughs> the cops would be like, wait, so what? You, your crime is iPad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your crime is someone else's ID in a car in the Texas border? Yeah. Yeah. So he went on to tell her that the CIA would freeze her assets and give her a new social security number. And then he was like, 
He was like, yeah, okay, so we're going to need you to get your cash out and we're going to like hold it for you because your assets might be frozen for up to two years. Now, I have seen Shit's Creek, so I would be like, that kind of tracks. That's true. If you're if you're accused of financial crimes, like they're going to freeze your assets. That's yeah. They, they get they stop everything now. Also, like you, you, two years, government takes its time with things. Yes, we know it's yes. a slow burn, as Casey Musgraves would say. Yes. Uh. So he goes basically like, how much <clears throat> would you need to live for like a year or something? And she goes, I don't know, fifty grand. So he's like, all right, go take that out right now. Walking to the bank, he's in her, she got one hand in her pocket, and in the other pocket, it's this man on speakerphone. Oh. Even the bank teller, I feel, is probably like, uh, huh? Gave her 50K and like 100 bills, or $100 bills, and or however much, breaks down. And then when she started walking back to her apartment, she like started to become like super, super angry, which yeah. like, I, this is the part where I really thought the story, well, I knew it wouldn't like turn yeah. around because of the title, but where she was like, a government agency wouldn't make the protocol being let's have this woman walk to her bank and take out all of her cash literally and then give the cash to them and then um she wanted to then talk to michael and he got on the phone right away he was like uh hello um and he was like and she was like i think you're not a cia agent agent what you're doing isn't like um ethical or right like this isn't it and then he was like uh okay you know how i'll prove it to you here's a photo of my badge i'm like girl like what's that gonna do i know i'm like what also like you can probably just google cia badge and something will come up and also during this time when he was like um because she was like can i go to your office he's like i'm in dc girl yeah he's like no it's so much quicker if we do this now over the phone, and like she had a work trip. He was like, "Wait, come visit me in Langley." Honey, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Langley doesn't take visitors. Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, this is how scams work. Like, they make you think that something is imminently yeah. wrong, and you have to fix it right now before you can take the time to think critically. Yeah, and then um, so during her anger time, before he sent the badge, he was like. I don't know what else to tell you. You can trust me and I will help you. Or you can hang up and put yourself and your family in danger. You really want to take that risk with a young child. I will give it to her. Like, this is how police officers talk. So. Yes. I will. And also, her lawyer brother brings up, like, coerced confession. Like. Yeah. <laughs> this is how people get you in a corner. There's also the perk where it's like, I mean, I get, like, yeah, it's very, very intense. And also, they're having her do all these things that would make her adrenaline rush so much where you can't really think straight all the time you know totally. what i mean yeah you're really in just like fight or flight mode so she ran home and this is when michael told her get a box put the cash in it take a picture of it and then tape it shut and then put your like case like meaningless case number on it like write that on oh. it enter address and a uh, locker number he read to her which also meant nothing yeah. and her signature oh my god i feel like he just did that to make sure it's like legit like when you call yeah. your health insurance company to argue with them and they give you a case number and you're like, you feel comforted that you have a case number and the person of the oh, name 100%. you spoke to, but they're like, we don't care that you spoke to Marla with case number like 25453. Like Marla doesn't even work here anymore. Like and he didn't like, know what she was talking about. You owe $6 like, billion. Dollars. 
Like, Marla's in Delaware. You're calling now from Virginia. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Marla. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when she was like, why can't I just use this cash? Like, we were talking about, like, why do you have to, like, take it and give me a check after? <laughs> and then he goes, because all your assets under your current identity are part of the investigation. You're being charged with money laundering. If we secure the cash and then issue you a government check under your new social security number, that will be considered clean money. Which is literally money laundering. Yes. Cleaning like, money is term. money laundering. Oh, my the God. Term. You're being charged with money laundering, so we need to money launder your money. <gasps> no. It's so, it's so, so, oh. So this is when he's like, all right, there will be an undercover CIA agent coming to secure this money from you. Tonight, your social security number will be closed down. You will no longer have access to your bank accounts. Tomorrow, you'll go to the social security office and get a new social security number. I can't even imagine. What would you do if your social security number was going to get shut down? It's kind of like, what would you do with your last night on earth? Oh, truly? Apply for a bunch of loans? Wait. (laughs) Charlotte, you could have. And then he's like, so the money's going to be in a government locker and hand delivered to the treasury. And then it's funny because she is asking questions. So like, yes, she is still suspicious throughout all this. Yes. So then when she's like, okay, so this undercover agent is coming to take my 50 grand. I'll need to see their badge. I'm not just going to give 50K money to a stranger. And he like immediately replies, undercover agents don't carry badges. They're undercover. The criminals can't know a CIA agent is there. It reminds me of- But it's like undercover from what? (laughs) Like literally the question. Like Like, if your identity was stolen from some like, I don't know, hacker on the airport Wi-Fi, like who are they undercover from? Undercover from. It reminds me, have you ever seen the Wendy Williams mashup clips where she's always like, well, the killer. Uh, She's like, that's why I'm afraid to shower with the lights off because the killer. And like she always just like worried about like a quote unquote like- killer in the world where she's like like when you uh, check your back seat just in case but you call it the killer like presuming they already exist exist yes no literally (laughs) i have to send send you the clip because it's very it's very good oh man and also it's a hard thing too where she's like okay i guess that does make sense because like it's one of those things where it doesn't make sense but if you're telling me that in a rush yes i'd be like and if you're telling it to me like confidently i'm like that's that's a problem yeah i'm like i don't fucking know right so then it's after six o'clock. She goes downstairs. Her husband is also just coming home from work and is like, what is going on? And then she's like, I have to go downstairs and meet a guy who's helping with the identity theft case. I'll explain more later. And he's like, huh? Oof. Yeah. Oof. So she goes to meet the SUV at the curb, put the money in the back seat at 6.06 p.m. The windows were tinted. She couldn't see anything. And then she walked back inside. Michael texted her a photo of a treasury check made out for 50K and said the hard copy would be hand-delivered to her in the morning. He was working up, setting an appointment with the Social Security office saying, you'll get a text shortly, stay in the line until you do. And she started to feel comfortable or comforted by like, okay, I'm going to get a text confirmation. She kind of just wanted to carry on with her day, took the sun trick-or-treating. And then she kind of was like, what the fuck is happening so she went to go back to the line that was on speakerphone still. It was like, is Michael there? The female colleague was like, oh, uh, he'll be back soon. She goes to call it again. The line is dead. She calls it again. Michael's busy. He'll call you in the morning. 
And then she's like, so do I not have to make this social security appointment? Like, you're telling me all these things. And then she's like, Michael, will call you tomorrow. The office is closed. No. No. This is when, this is when all the energy bubbles out of her. Because she was like, I saw the whole thing kind of bird's eye view where she's like, yep. what like the Out of fuck? body experience, like flashback through her whole day. She's like, then she like gets, on the, at least she was able to get some of the aggression out on the phone where she's like, you're lying to me. Michael's lying. You took your money. I'm never yeah. getting it back. The woman was like, that's not true. Yeah. I know you're upset. And then she goes, you're a fucking liar and hung up. Yeah. Oh. I mean, at least she got her, her little quip in. She got, she got, she got to do her little, um, mic drop moment. Yeah. And that's when they called the policia. <laughs> the cops were like, yeah, so the a government agency is never going to ask you for money. Except the IRS. <laughs> I was like, wait, I was going to say, I'm like, ain't that always their thing? But I, I guess that's a reminder, everybody, it is tax season. So yeah. if you don't want to have this happen to you. Hey, it's taxes on time. Yeah. And then she was like, I know. And I feel like also at this moment too, she was like feeling extra dumb because of her like job. She's like, I know they don't ask for that, but like everything's flashing before. And I mean, the police, they were like, no worries. The scammers got what they wanted. So like, you're safe. Right. Like physically. And also it's one of those things like they're going to check like traffic cameras for the car. But I feel like, I don't know if that's going to happen. Did you see the NYPD dance team video going around? I did. <laughs> I did. That's what they're like. That's I'm sorry. What they're, they're like, sorry, we can't help you recover your money. We actually have practice at, <laughs> at seven. Wait, wait, I just picture like, they have the footage and it's like, okay, here's the traffic cam. They play it, but like one of the officers overfilmed it with like, the dance workers. <laughs> you know how that happens on like old yes, time, yes, on, like yes. old timey cameras, cameras from our growing up. Yeah. Like, it's going to be like, okay, and the license plate is fireball. <laughs> so, needless to say, no traffic cam's going to come home around. And then she kept on just like replaying everything and being like, oh, because it also, because now I get why she started the article with like the. I vote. I floss. Because now she's like, people are going to be like, she's a little careless. She seems unhinged. Like, really. I also like she's out 50. That's actually, I should have known that she came from money because she's out 50K and she's like, what will people think of me? Yeah. (laughs) No shade, girl, but don't. I wouldn't give a shit. I mean, I hope she's getting paid $50,000 for this article. (laughs) That's the only way I would do it. The only way, or at least half of that, or like something, because you know the traffic was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) And then her brother, who was a lawyer, was also like, "Yeah, they get you to coercion, where it's like, um, like bad interrogations, where they really give you awful options, and they make you think that those narrow sets of terrible options are the only options." So that's kind of how this fell onto her. Yeah, it's so so rough. What's interesting to me too is that is how like local this scam is like they had someone physically pick up the money because yeah usually these scams are done electronically like it's much easier i feel like you just wire someone money to some offshore bank account 
that can't be traced and then like that's it. Like I too mm-hmm. would be worried that someone in a car is pulling up, knows where I live. Because like who's to say they're not going to come try to shake you down again, right? That's what's freaky that I'm like – I would be like – because I know – I think our husband's like, okay, we'll change the locks and everything like that. I would be like, I don't ever want – every time I – I'd be like, we're moving. Yes. I, I'd be like, we're going – She, I, I think she's in Brooklyn. I'm like, we're going to Queens. We're going We're going to Jersey. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I listened to this – there's a really good podcast um, from Chameleon called Scam Likely that – does a lot of these very it's it's the same type of scam kind of where like a government agent will call you and and just say like you're in big trouble you have to pay some fine like you owe this money to the irs they're going to come arrest you immediately unless and then they start making you drive around town and buying gift cards and reading off like the serial numbers to them and it's all done out of these overseas call centers so that part is kind of common and i can understand it but the the part that is i feel like kind of unorthodox is like that they have a local guy on the ground picking up a shoebox of cash because i know she was like even thinking when she like asked experts she's like could could we catch that guy could it be the lead and they were like it's more than likely that he was just like a paid courier yeah he's probably just like a doordash guy or something could you probably or like you can do uber delivery like pick up delivery thing. So yeah. like it might not even be that right. Tra- yeah. Mm, I'm going for that. Uh, and then she <clears throat> went on to just talk about other scams that could have happened in the moment. Some questions, and this is all in good fun. I am wondering because it kind of ties in with the other New York mag article <laughs> that you mentioned. Would you divorce your partner if they got scammed out of 50 K like this? Well, they seem fine. Like, 50 grand was a lot for them, but it wasn't like this was everything we have for names. She still has 30K in the bank. Oh, and also her accountant said that she could write off something on taxes due to theft. Okay. I didn't. I don't know what that really yes. means, but I don't know. it doesn't either. seem like it's the end of the road for them, you know? Like, it seems like they're, they'll be fine. Yeah. I feel it's like maybe there's just one less opre ski in the horizon. Yeah. I'm wondering now. I just want like, but I do want the husband to like write an essay. It's like, what? Because like that, which is that's like so insane. And it's like also think it's like, why didn't you tell me? But then it's like, oh, because like they were gonna track my phone. Very, very. That's the first thing they tell you is like not to tell anyone. So yeah, I get it. So I mean, I guess also love you for you do those vows for richer or for poorer. That's right. It's in the documents. Yeah, it's in ask, the documents. Ask the FTC and the CIA. <laughs> what moment? And I mean, I hate, I always hate to do things like this, even though I feel like we kind of did it throughout the episode, where <laughs> it's like, because like um, the bird's eye view, like hindsight 2020, where it's like, what moment would you catch on in this? I mean, obviously, because like this could happen to anybody, but like watching this, like what do you think would have been your point where you're like, oh, no, no, no. no. Well, it's more the, the moment that, I was surprised that she didn't catch on Mm. was what we talked about earlier when she was like, wait, you could have just spoofed this number. And then he goes, okay, I'll call you back from this number. And it's like, right, but we've already established you could spoof it. Like that's not. I know. So that, that was the moment that I was surprised that she didn't catch on. I feel like I know. I honestly, I give her a lot of credit. I would have been like, I feel until I got, to I would have hoped I would have picked up earlier. I feel until I was walking to the bank and been like, 
Now, what the fuck am I doing? Right? Because I feel like anytime you just go on a walk, you get such clarity. Oh, <laughs> yes. The air. Also, in October, the chilly brisk. Yes, the sun. Also, people are saying, people are questioning why the bank teller didn't basically ask more questions before such a large cash withdrawal. I because I thought you had to, I mean, I, I've never had the um, issue of having to take out 50K from a bank. I didn't know you could just take out that much. I didn't know you could just get, take deposit. I mean, because I thought, wouldn't that mess up, the, I guess a big bank wouldn't mess them up too much. But I was like, what's happening here? Right. I definitely would think that, I thought it was like anything over $10,000. You need like two or three through, days. Right. That's kind of what I thought. I, I mean, I know if you're going through like customs or something, like you have to declare more than like, t- I feel like 10 grand in cash or something like that. But yeah, you would think they would need time to get the money together. Or also or at least be like, ask you like a question. She says in the article that the woman like handed her the money and a pamphlet on scams. So truly oh, doing the bare minimum. But babe. I kind of feel like, damn, shouldn't you have asked? I know. Or been like, do you want it? Because what's that? Um, oh, a cashier's check where it's like in. Ooh, where yeah. it's like verified, yes. where then like only that person can use it. That's so, so I'd be like, true. okay, let me write it for the fucking FTC then. That's if true. you really need this, or like that's the crazy thing where I'm like, the government it needs. Honestly, if they ask for a check, I would almost believe it more because I'm like, the government just needs cash, right? Uh-huh. And I, I, even I can't even imagine walking back from the bank with fifty thousand dollars in cash. Oh, <laughs> no, I. I so if ever I have like, if I'm going to a cash only restaurant, yeah. So I take out sixty or eighty. I'm like dollars. I'm like, oh god, oh god, oh god. I'm gonna drop. I, I just imagine my it's gonna fall out of my wallet. Yes. the entire time. Well, for me, it's like you were saying with the cashier's checks, like when you're applying for an apartment. So then you get first month's, last month's security. You're walking around with like six grand in cashier's checks, and oh. you're like. Nobody robbed me. Nobody robbed me. <laughs> like the most, <laughs> the most scared I've ever been walking down the street. Literally. And a final thing I had, there was a moment, because it's the cut, I was like, are they scamming us? Like, is this Ooh. like, like, because this is so insane. There was a part of me where I was like, is it fake? But sometimes even the most real things are the ones that are not believable. You know what I mean? Yes. I do feel I have seen that progression of the discourse. I think that's the only, that's the next natural progression. But and then the progression after that will be doubting this woman's story is sexist. Oh, that's true. Okay, I'm ahead of, okay, there we go. Oh, no, right, I don't know. No. I'm just no, I know. <laughs> no, I know, no, no. But that's exactly what it is. It's like, and then it's gonna actually end up with like it's actually a feminist movement to be scammed because mm-hmm. that means she worked for money. Right. She got her hard-earned money. And why are you deciding how a woman should spend her money? <laughs> Uh, okay. you're so right. We're gonna come full circle with it pretty soon. Just give it like we're actually days. like the scammers are progressive feminists. Because <laughs> you know what? They 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 they, they didn't scam a man. <laughs> Taylor Swift, the uh, man. Yes. Oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. But this uh, woman also went private on Insta. I don't know if she was ever public, but I went immediately to check that out. I mean, again, they they should have paid her a whole fuck ton of money because. She had to have known that the internet was going to internet. And I know. I, I feel like as valuable as it is for people who have gone through a similar experience to like feel validated, 
Yeah. Because it can happen to anyone. I'm sure she's dealing with like a lot of trolls. Yeah, trolls. So yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so everybody, be nice to her. If it was me, I'd have a GoFundMe in there. <laughs> I'd be like, Ooh, oh, yeah. But then also everyone would be like, that'd be like the Alyssa Milano thing where it's like, did you see that she got in trouble for doing a GoFundMe for her like no. son's like class trip when it's like, you're She's Alyssa, Alyssa Milano. Milano. <laughs> then again, what's she been in lately? I don't know. Residuals. She's charmed. Always played on TNT or TBS for a while. So that's nuts. I know. Very, very cringe. And then I think they just went to like, oh, and then everyone was like, she just went to the Super Bowl. Oh, are you serious? With her son. So like, Alyssa. Oh my God. So she's fine. Milano. She's doing. She's fine. fine. Okay. So, but also everybody, be nice to Charlotte and be nice to Alyssa Milano. But let us know your thoughts about all this always on the Facebook group, Not Another True Crime group. Yes, follow us on Instagram, Not Another True Crime. Follow me at Sarah Lameem. And you can follow me at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere the K. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week. Not Another True Crime Podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Rebecca Sosmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Sarah Levine. Be sure to follow at Not Another True Crime on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and send all of your emails to NATC at Betches.com. Betches.